What's up guys? You are on the air and off the books with Bethany and, and Samantha. And today we have special guest, Trisha, our lovely supervisor here with us. We all decided to read The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. Yes, based on Trisha's recommendation. So we're excited to talk about it today. I actually finished this book. She did. Shocker. I finished it in like half a, a day. Whole, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Half a day. You really did. That was pretty impressive. Yes, that was. <laughs> okay, so Trisha is going to give us a little summary of the book. A little synopsis. Take it away, Trisha. All right, here is the summary that I am reading. It seems like any other day you wake up, pour a cup of coffee, and head out. But today, when you open your front door, waiting for you is a small wooden box. This box holds your fate inside, the answer to the exact number of years you will live. From suburban doorsteps to desert tents, every person on every continent receives the same box. In an instant, the world is thrust into a collective frenzy. Where do these boxes come from? What do they mean? Is there truth in what they promise? As society comes together and pulls apart, everyone faces the same shocking choice. Do they wish to know how long they will live? And if so, what will they do with that knowledge? There you go. So I'm already going to correct the summary because not every person receives the box. That's true. Yeah. Only if you're over the age of what, 22? 22. 22 yes. or above. The box. Yeah. And, and at the time, it doesn't tell you the exact number of years. Right. They, like they figure it out. They figure that out over time. Yeah. So, which I was mean, really interesting to me. Yes. I really liked it. I, I was too. like, it was definitely like a, um, it wasn't, I wouldn't say there's any um, like pivotal point in the story. I think it was just a, like a telling of people's lives as they deal with. That's a good point. Because when I looked this up, I was like, what? Because when I go into it, I expected it to be, and like that's just thriller? based off, of, yeah, because yeah. it's based off of my reading preferences, how I went into it. And it does start off pretty tension heavy this is really alien it's very scary it's it's kind of weird um so i looked up the actual like genre of it and it's magical realism Mm -hmm. which i didn't understand until i finished the book yeah and that's really perfect for what i think it is and it's it's like a slice of life meets fantasy reality kind of a thing like there's a yes. little bit of fantasy in, but it's like a slice of life it situation. A slice of life. It's essentially just like if right now you walked outside and there was a box on your door, and then what would you do? Like, how right. would you handle that information, the panic, the paranoia, like all of that? So there's a teeny bit of magic in it, but that's not the main point. It's just that's just the aid and jump starting like this whole like trigger of events for all of these different people. Yeah. And so. It wasn't anything that I, I'm glad you suggested it because I don't know that I would have picked it up on my own. I don't think but I would But I really either. liked it a lot because it was so like soul deep. It was very deep. Yeah. It was. It was so sad. And I appreciated it. Like it was very like tear jerking and it's not sad in like a bad way. It's just sad in a realistic like this is life kind of a way. And yes. I feel like for people who are like maybe grieving or people who have suffered a tremendous amount of loss in their life or like people who are thinking about like just life in general or things like that like toying with 
this existential thing. This is a good book because mm-hmm. it really focuses all those ideas. I enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.2, so. Yeah. So this was told from what? Like five, six different perspectives? A lot, yeah. Um, and so basically, these people, obviously, they all um, receive a box. And what? Like half the people decide that they're going to open their box. Half of the people are just like, I don't want to. I don't to... want to know. Right. So what, what I wanted to know is, would you open your boxes? That's what I, I want to know. I don't think I would. Really? No. So okay. let's just talk about that, though, for a minute. So the book, the box says... And just remember, like, you're just waking up in the morning, you go out the door, you don't know anything about this, there's just this box. You don't know that everybody else has received one at this point. Right. Yeah, and the, bo- the box says, the measure of your life lies within. That's what's engraved at the top of this box. I would be terrified. <laughs> I think I would, like, obviously, like, open it if I didn't know what it was. Well, but, I like, think, if I knew what was going yeah. on, I would be like, no, absolutely not. I think that's what initially got a lot of people, because they were probably just like, what's this? And what then open it this? up. Yeah, who sent this to and me? And then there's this, like, string inside. And you're just like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And then when, like, the news starts picking up and, like, people are texting you and, like, there's this mass pandemonium, you're just like, then I would be like, oh, God, I should have never opened this like that's what yeah. I, I would have instant regret on opening it but I feel like if I would have received it after all the knowledge I would have never touched it I don't think I would either I think yeah. like if I was 20 when it happened and so I didn't receive it because once you hit 22 then ever on your 22nd birthday you receive the box yeah happy birthday happy Oops. birthday length of your life <laughs> I don't think I would have opened it no at that point. no and I feel like I wouldn't because like, it, I feel like it depreciates my life in a way. Like, it doesn't... In some ways, I felt like for some of these people that we read about, it made their life to other people worth less yeah. because of it. And that it robbed them of opportunities. Or it, like, they didn't feel like they could go and chase things or yeah. do have dreams. And some of these people received these boxes. And, like, they had spent, like, 12 or 13 years in school for these careers that was a waste of time. You got one more month to live. <laughs> right. And it's just like so devastating on your psyche. And then there's like yeah. in the in it it talks about different support groups for these people who are eventually called short stringers. Yeah. And how I really liked how it played into like how the government handled things and like that's why it's so like realistic. Which I think would like if this was a real situation, I think how the book was played out is a hundred percent what would happen oh absolutely that's i think that's what i loved about the book the most is like i wasn't too invested in the characters right yeah right i mean i I liked them i didn't dislike them but that my my fascination with the book was like this could really happen i mean not that it yeah but I would definitely see, like, all of these, like, laws being placed and mm-hmm. how, like, in the book, one government, one country requires. You had to turn in all of your, your strings yeah. so yes. that the, the person in charge couldn't allow you, if your life was ending anyway, revolt against the government so that you couldn't, like, overthrow. And, like, it was so scarily, like, realistic in that way because... Even though the string is technically magic, they say in the book, that they can't identify the box, what it's made of, and they can't identify the string. And you can't cut the string. Yeah. You can't destroy it in any way. It just will always exist, like, as it is. I thought that the most... My favorite part of the book was, like, um, when the long stringers were, like, experimenting with death. Because, like... Yeah. Obviously, if I 
if you jump off a cliff and you're not going to die because you've got 20 more years of your life. But then they were realizing, like, okay, we're, like, damaging our bodies. And yeah, like, that doesn't mean I'm not going to live the next 19 years in a coma. In a coma, Exactly. Yeah. And that's what was, like, shocking to me, too, because when I realized it, I was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have, like, brain damage or, like, live a very frail, like, or, like, ruin your mental capacity or your mm-hmm. physicality doing all these different crazy things. But people would do it. Or, like, when the kids were trying to rebel against their parents and cut their strings up and, like, try to put them in acid and blow them up and stuff like that. And I was just like, this is so, like, speaking to, like, unfortunately, like, all of the climates and everything like that today even. Like, it's just humanity in general. Yeah. And it's such an interesting way they wrote this book to play on all those things and make you really think about how life is now in comparison. Mm -hmm. So... I would say if you if you don't don't be afraid of the magic aspect of it, even though it's magic realism, it's really just there to make you think. Right. Yeah, I, I, not, I don't do magic, and I really did not think of it as magic. I, I didn't read either. That dystopian too. I almost think of it, and I know this isn't a like some genre or anything, but like a what if type book. Like what right. if this happened? Because yes. It kind of reminded me of like an apocalyptic type yeah. book. Yeah, yes, but it wasn't so like sur- like abruptly devastating. Right, survive. Like, right. From zombies, you know, that or something kind of thing. like that. It was just normal people dealing with <laughs> like extraordinary circumstances or like extra information that normally we wouldn't receive. And it was so good. I I did enjoy, I think my favorite um exchange was um ben and, ben amy. and amy yeah that, that was, was my tragic. favorite characters that was so tragic sad. but so fitting yeah and i didn't i knew something was going to happen along those lines because some of that's kind of predictable because i think this is where we're going to get into a little bit of spoilers so if you would like to read it First. don't yes pause this and then come back to it but most of the people that we're reading about are really all have a short string and they're trying to deal with that um right the reality of unfulfilled goals and dreams and should I even try to live my life and should I even try to, like, start a family? Should I even try to, like, have some kind of normal, like, thing and how they have to, like, conjure up all this energy to go on every single day even though they know the inevitability of the end? Yeah. And so we see Ben accidentally writing these notes to... Well, it's not accidentally. It's like a therapy session where he sits down and he's writing... To whoever, and he, I think he drops it, and then Amy is a school teacher, and she finds it, and she decides that she's going to write back to him. Right. Then they create this correspondence, and it's, it's sweet. I I think the thing that I missed is how they were getting the letters to each other. They kind of just. He tucks them in the classroom. I, I don't think? know if he accidentally dropped it. I don't remember, but I she remember she like found it bookcase. under a bookcase. Like yeah, she sees a piece of paper sticking out under a bookcase, thinks it's a student's note, and then reads it. Right, and then feels and then guilty. Feels guilty, and yeah. so then she replies back to it. Yes, and it's like you know, signed like a dash B and then like dash A. Yeah. Eventually, they meet up at, um, I think it's Mara. Is that how you say her name? Mara. Mara, Mara. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know either. Mara and Nina's wedding. Yes. And then that's when she kind of realizes and how, like, fate kind of lines up for her with the whole, like, Que Sera thing that goes on. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. That was cute. 
And she was just like, like that light bulb moment because the whole time for Amy, the string doesn't matter to her. She just wants to live her life. She's never looked at her string. No. No. She hid it in the back of her closet, she said, by her old, like, winter boots or something. And, like, she just decided that it didn't matter that she just was going to do what she was going to do and that life was going to come and go as she wanted it to and it wasn't going to affect her, which I think is, like, the moral of the story. Right. Is, like, why hang on to what you can't control and, like, try to manipulate your future, your circumstance, and just, Mm -hmm. like, live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Just be for right now and then go on. And so... It's just great. And I liked their story in the end because it was such a sweet, sad, like, tragedy. sad, yeah. you know what I mean? But it all rounds out. I don't think they, even though there is that tragic moment, it all still ends well. They, and all their stories connect. Yes. In the end, yes. They yeah. do. And it's not, I didn't think it was confusing. Um, I didn't think it was hard to read from multiple perspectives. I thought it was pretty easy. And I liked it, too, because the chapters didn't drag with the people. It said what it needed to say, and then it kind of moved on to the next person. Yes. Yeah. So I was happy about that, because sometimes I get a little confused. I definitely sped read and understood all of it, so. Right. It's one of those where you can... Like, if you're, like, the type of person who's invested in, like, the general details and you want to hear about somebody's life and you really want to know what's good, like, it's a good... You want to know what color the wallpaper is. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, a good slow read. Or you can go through and, like, really consume it, but you still get that, like you said, that overarching storyline. Yeah. So it's good for any kind of reader. And this is, like, just a general good fiction story. Yeah, and I want to know, what year did she write this book? It was recent, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. I want to know if COVID had any influence. Oh. Actually, I read... That's a good question. Let me see. I read... I was reading some reviews today, and then somebody's review says, the character stories were woven together very well. I thought that their reactions to the new normal was conveyed in a very individual and believable way. The societal reactions, discriminations would have felt much less plausible if the past years had not mirrored it so close. Yeah, because yeah. I, was, I was kind of associating it with, like, the vaccinated and non-vaccinated situation. That's kind of, it was kind of similar right. to that. So I didn't know if she was inspired by that or um, if it was just something she came up with. release was, so it was last year in June. Yeah. So it's possible. Or they could have just had this idea right yeah it just conveniently all went together that way Mm -hmm. but I think you're right I think that because like I said the climate of today matches it so well and it's such a an easy it was such an easy way to talk about things that were that people don't really want to talk about right now and an easier way to digest and evaluate things by putting yourself in this situation too right and it was, really I, I thought, I think it was pretty, a pretty political book, not like in a, uh, but not like you think, like a dividing way, you know, but exactly, it just shed light on Society just, time. Yeah, yeah, just life. So I to go back though, when the, and this is kind of a spoiler, when the two guys switched strings. Oh yeah, that was a good story. Did you want the power of the strings? Or did you expect or did you question whether the power of the strings would transfer to the new owner? No. No. I, I knew didn't. that oh, really? Javi was going to die. 
Yeah. I just, I was hoping maybe. Like, yeah, I guess that didn't even cross my mind. I didn't even think about it that way. I just think it was a shared, like, exchange of hope. You know what I mean? Like, here's this piece of, like, like just in case. You're like, let me send you with this, like. And I don't think I don't that's know. what it was meant for, right? When they switched. They, it wasn't meant to change the outcome. It was just meant to confuse so that, people. Yes. Right. And I think it was meant so that the one guy could do what he had worked so hard to right. do. Yes. And wanted to do so bad. And the other guy was like, I don't, I'm only doing this because everybody in my family has done this in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's not my passion. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I didn't think that it would ever. Because I, because when, because that's like. How far into the book is that? It's like halfway or something like that. Yeah, it's about like halfway. That. Yeah. So by that time, I had figured what was it was just going to be. Yeah. And that it was just showing a different aspect of like what people were doing with the strings because obviously right. that would happen. People do that. That can be applied even today with other things too. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they added it in because everybody was story was added for a purpose. And no story was the same within the book. Mm-hmm. And I thought right. that was important, too. And it also, like, I think it shed a lot of light on, like, people's panic. Like, in this mm-hmm. sort of situation. Like, especially, like, you know, the government. Like, what would happen, like, if this actually happened? Like, I think yes. it would be 100%, like, dead on. Like, this is what would happen. If we all got these boxes with strings, uh, short stringers... Not saying that I would be a short stringer. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we would they would definitely be in the category of eh, who cares about them? Because there's no we're not we can't help them. But like if you think about it, everybody's gonna die. So why does it matter how short or how but long that's your the string way is? That, you know, the the human condition is. Like yeah. that's the problem with it, is that it's so easily tainted. Yeah. And that this is just proof of that and that people can take something that can be so innocent in a way and make it so, like, cruel or beautiful or it's just, I don't know, we just contort things into being it's so, more it's than deep. it is. Like, yeah. oh, you've got, you've got a five-year string. You've got cancer. Why are we going to treat you when we could use that money to treat somebody that's got a 20-year string? Exactly. Exactly. All those, like... And then you have yeah. to think, like, is that right or wrong? Yeah, the right. moral, is like, it? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't know the either. ethics of it. Like, you're like, going to die in two years. You shouldn't have a baby. Right, yeah. Right. Because then that baby's going to And that was interesting, too, as a, to see, like, Mara's struggle with, like, reevaluating her desires, her wants, and, like, the things that she wanted for her life and how that changed because of seeing the string. Um, that was really cool, too. I really liked that. It's just so interesting. Yeah. It was So you guys have little deep. kids. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that you, this is, in the, would you prepare your child for their 22nd birthday? Probably. I don't know. Like, I think I would be like, okay, you're going to get this box, but let's just not open it. <laughs> so you would immediately it. discourage yes. them from opening it. Yeah, because how could you open, like... That would be so tragic, opening a box, like, as as a family, and then just, like, Realizing. somebody having a short string, and then, you know, all the rest of your family having long strings, like, 
you have to like now live with the it would fact be that really hard knowing that my child would die before I right died. yeah and like, I wouldn't want to but they're 22 when they get it so yeah. they have already been exposed to information about but who knows if they're even going to live till they're 22 and yeah how do we and know that's that? the that's thing too question that I yeah. had like children were not like that didn't mean that children always made it to 22 that right. children were yeah. just living life as we were living it before the strings like so they lived on or they things would happen and they would pass away or things like that like it would just be normal life all the way up into 22 and then all of a sudden something about being 22 you either I think it was continue maybe like to live a, it normally uh, or you just make your life stop maybe like keeping a child innocence or whatever maybe yeah I think she picked 22 because the drinking age is 21 in the United States and so most people go out and get drunk on their 21st birthday. Right. Uh, and then they would make a bad decision because of that. Yeah. So I, th- I really have thought about why 22, and I think that's why. That makes sense. Like, they've had a year or two, like... Figure out... Figure it out and not make that dumb decision. Or yeah. a smart decision. I guess it's not, I guess it wasn't a right or wrong decision. Yeah. But not out of... Just impulse. Like, right. Like, the recklessness of being 21, maybe? Yeah. And then, like, now you have to realize that either you're going to continue to... Like, you have to make big decisions now. You're an adult. You're not a child anymore. Like, these are big things for you. Which, yeah, that's interesting. I never thought of that. So, do you think someone's length of string, even though they don't get it until they're 22, is determined at birth? Or does their... Well, how they've lived their life up until the age of 22 determine the length of their string. I think it's determined at birth. Yes, I, I agree because the people that we, because the people that we see throughout the book, there are some people on there that were absolute trash that were living until their absolute 80s, 90s, 100s. True, you're right. Yeah. And then there were some people who were fantastic, amazing people like Ben and Amy. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, they were just normal, regular people, and then they died in their what? What did it say? Forties. 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 Yeah. And so I think it's just like luck of the draw. Like we're drawing straws, and then this is what you get delivered. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, because if that was the case, then all the bad people in the world would just <laughs> bite. <laughs> bite the dust. So it would determine like, and that would be a more that would be a better moral compass for the book if mm-hmm. people if it was determined by your morality because then it wouldn't be such a tragedy it wouldn't be such a sad situation because it's so randomized Correct. for people. Book two, that's what it can be. Book two. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there'll be a sequel? I no. don't. I think it was a standalone. I think the point of it was to make you think, and it did that goal. And I feel like if there was a sequel, I honestly think that would ruin it. I do, too. I yeah. think it wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it up, probably, because it, this was so good as it was that mm-hmm. I don't know what more you could add to make it better. Because if it got thrillery or if it got suspenseful or if it had, like, these weird, like, climactic moments. Or, like, I a backstory of the strings, you know. Then yeah. it would get too sci-fi, and yeah. I think it would take away from the realism of the whole actual book. But I did think there was going to be, like, some weird twist of, like, why the strings, like, why all of a sudden this has happened. No, I was, at the beginning, I wanted it, but by the end, I had forgotten all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was no longer important to me. At the beginning, I was like, we're going to find out 
who's sending these strings yeah. and why they're sending them. But by the end, that wasn't it's not, even important to me. It's not necessary. Like, I didn't know if I wanted it or not. I, I almost didn't because I feel like it would have taken it way too magical and yes. way too sci-fi. And I feel like that it didn't end up being important at all. Like, there are some things that you read that you want some explanations for that they don't give you, and then it just makes you angry. Yeah. This doesn't need an explanation because it's not the point. Exactly. Like, I mean, if there was, like, a short story background somewhere after I read it all, and, like, maybe that would be interesting just to see what they they thought about her. Or maybe if I heard the author tell me in their mind what they thought that they came from, that would be interesting. Like, verbally hear the author be like, yeah... I had this idea a long time ago about this person or this monster or this alien who had done this to humanity, and then I wanted to see and evaluate how humanity would react to that. I would like that, mm-hmm. but I don't want another book about it. I don't either. Yeah. I would like to hear the author talk about it. It reminded me of, um, I don't know if you've ever watched, like, those movies. They're, like, called, like, I think there's one called, like, Valentine's Day and, like, New Year's Eve where, like, there's a bunch of, like, these different stories happening. Yes! And then they all come together, like, at the end, and everything, like, connects. It reminds me of one of those. Hmm. Those are are books, right? They're movies. They're they're movies, yeah. And they usually have, like, pretty big, well-known stars. Yeah. Yeah. Really? know them. Yes. They're really good, and I don't watch very many movies. They are good. And they always, like, all, everybody connects with each other (laughs) at the Hmm. end. So that's what it reminded me of. It also reminded me of, like, super slice-of-life anime situation. It's very slice-of-life, this is. And yeah. that's another thing to keep in mind is you're not going to have any, like like we said, big plot twists. It's no. not super climactic. Um, but that's not – those are not bad things in this book. It it needed to be that. This there is are just, a few, like, you know, like – I would say there are a few, like, thriller situations, like, within the – Plot yeah, like gaspy moments or like, yeah. oh, like what's going to go on? Yeah. But nothing like so edge of your seat, like the bombs are going off and we're running down the highway and like somebody's chasing me for blah, 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 or they found a way to da, 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 da. No, it's it's not like that. It's it's not cozy. No. But it's, I'm trying to find a good word for it. Because, like, everybody's into, like, the cozy fantasies right now, reading about people's general lives and, like, going through, like, these low-risk things. And I'm not saying this book is low-risk, but I'm, it's very, what's the word? It makes you think about the importance of your life and your yeah, quality it's, of your It's kind of warming in a way, but it's sad, eye-opening, and <laughs> it is kind of sad. Um, some of you may cry, possibly. I don't know how to explain it. it. Like I said, it's not cozy, but it just does something to you in that way. Yeah. And it's, you're not taking big risks to read it. You're not, you know, it putting a lot on the think. line. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I, it's very thought-provoking to me. Like, yes. <clears throat> excuse me, but I, I hate talking about politics. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. I don't right. want to talk about it. Yeah. Right. But this made me think about it in a less political... Yeah. It never had a side. Yes. Yeah, and you could look at everything happening all at once without needing to stand on a side to support one thing or another. You could just look at the whole thing as a whole picture and then have feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, really, like, there's just one, like, bad person in the book. Yeah. The guy that was pro- wanted to run for president. Oh, yeah, yeah he was the worst. Like, he was the worst. Yeah. There were other people that did things that I didn't like. Yeah. He's, like, the only villain, but he it's not centered around the villain either. Right. No, it's... Just, I think it's just really a, what would happen to a, like one, a main character in the story that's not all good. Correct. Yeah. And that's the thing too is they're not intrinsically good and bad. There's no like heroes and antiheroes, and there's no right. like there's really not protagonists and like in that kind of way that you think. They're just normal human beings with normal everyday interactions with normal. Yeah, I don't know. Was it's it Ben's not, girlfriend who opened the box for him? Isn't that how that's... Isn't it Ben's girlfriend? Yes. He, oh, yeah. I don't like she her. She didn't... No, she was, she was thumbs down. She opened the box. His his original girlfriend. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, okay, the okay, original okay. girlfriend. I thought you were talking about... She opened the box without hesitation. Because she was so excited that hers was long, and so she was sure his was going to be long and opened it without his knowledge. And then and she then left him. <laughs> I mean, come but how? on. Would you... Okay, let's say it was you no. and Dakota. Would no. you dump no. him? I would just live the best. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, that would be like, okay, I have this love of my life yeah. for a very short amount of time. I'm going to live the best life we can possibly, possibly live. live. Right. Yeah. Like, I was and we're so not going to think about I, it. That was, like, yes. And like, she clearly didn't love him. Yes. Yeah. She was. Ugh, she was so a thumbs down. But character. I would never, never open his box for him ever. Like, I would right. never do that. That's a older adult I would not do that but I think in my 20s I would have really I was so nosy back then I yeah think I that's true like, I'm gonna open it and then not tell him that I opened it yeah but I couldn't live with the knowledge that I had that he didn't have right yeah like, oh I would, would eventually eat me spill away my, spill it and then oh, he'd, like, he'd break up with me and those kind of things <laughs> I think of all these scenarios but no I don't like now I, I wouldn't. wouldn't oh man I feel like yeah, no. If he had one or if I had a short string, I feel like we would just be like, okay, well, we'll do what we can. And when it gets closer to time, we'll prepare. Kind of like Ben and Amy did it right. Like, they knew it was coming. When it came, they sat down and they handled the business. They were objective about it. And then they went on. And then, tragically. <laughs> but she never knew. that She, she never knew. I knew. I knew the whole time that they were going to die together. I figured. I Spoilers. I <laughs> yeah. I figured it was going to be something like that, but it was so poetically. And then it brings up, it, and that's what's so interesting to me is, is that after all of this like realistic thing, it brings up the idea of fate and how maybe they were fated to be together after all this time. Right. And that, that was the purpose of it. Yeah. Because their, their strings were literally the same length. And so it was just meant for them to be. And that's why the strings are a thing from birth. Because like it's determined from birth because they knew that they were going to be fated to be together. But she taught him so much about what life really was. Right. And she pulled him out of this fatalistic doomsday mentality that he was in. And she showed him that it doesn't matter because we're here right now in this moment and we can do these things and live this life and it doesn't have to be all about this thing. Have you guys ever seen, um, like, people post things, like, on a tombstone where it says, like, 1958 to... 
99 and like though it's the dash in between that's important it's like how you live that dash in between the oh and so to me it's like how you live if you have this string it's how you live that string in between your birth date and your end date that's really important in life and that's true because the string is the isn't when you get the string it's not what you have left it's the literal length of your whole entire life right so it's not like from 22 now i have this string and that's the rest it's literally Everything I've lived up until now on this whole string. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really interesting, too, that they did it that way. Yeah. Um, because you're seeing your past and your future all in one thing. It's like yeah. your whole life sitting right there in front of you, and that's Crazy. cringy and devastating and shocking, and I would throw up. I would, too. <laughs> I would throw I'd be up. be like, I don't want this box. Take no, I, I wouldn't look at it. It's just not worth the – I'm an anxiety person anyway. And I deal with a lot of other stuff anyway. And I don't know that it would be a great idea to. No, I would be like sick to my stomach every single day, especially if I had a short string. Well, hanging that on the back of your mind. Like, yeah. I think I would want to know. Really? I do. Oh, don't look in the box. Because you know what? I want to know. Not because (laughs) it's like, oh, I'm going to be sad if I got a short string. But I want to know, if I've got a short string, then I need to be... Do I need to spend all my money right now? Do I need... (laughs) You know, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to do some experiences. Quit your job. Travel. And that's the pro of it, but also, like, how do you handle the end knowing it's the... Like, I don't want to look... I don't want to stare into the face of death at the end. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dealing with that, like... Did I do enough? Was I enough? Was I a good person? Like, did I make the right choices? Like, did I leave the best impact? And, like, then realizing you have no control to go back and then you're just going to die. Like, yeah. I hate that. Like, I don't, I don't, I would just rather just, whoop, well, she's dead. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> and then you can pack me with my string. You can open it later. Maybe we should all live like we have a short string. That's the moral of so the story. So we all quit our job. <laughs> and we spend all of our money. And just. And then some. Yes. Right. And then we just. out our credit cards. Get a couple credit cards. And just run around the world. I'm going to go backpacking to see you guys. I cannot see you backpacking. Oh, I would love to backpack okay. across the world. I would not. I don't like bugs. <laughs> I, I mean, don't I don't like bugs either, but I want to backpack across Europe. I will drive. Dakota and I would love to do that. It's very hard to do with a child though. No, I'd be scared of like bears and like bears. Out <laughs> 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 of everything you could be scared of on the across okay, Europe. Ch- the chupacabra. Scared of bears. Not mafia, not mobs, not no. gangs. <laughs> not <laughs> just bears. No, that's not why I'm getting scared. robbed. I'm bears. Scared. I'm going to Tennessee <laughs> next week and my main concern is bear. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, no, I'm scared. 100%. Bears are cool. Just look at them through the window. No. Okay, literally. What if it's like that movie, Cocaine Bear, and <laughs> knock, knocking not down doors, and they're going to come in the cabin and eat me? Then what? You. This is why you can't open your box. <laughs> this is the reason, Samantha. It's because you're paranoid. <laughs> you can't. I forbid it. If you get a box tomorrow, you're not opening it. <laughs> I will not open it. This is why. It would be... It'd be like you conjuring up all these wild ways you die until you die. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be it. Well, that was a question, like, sh- if people, 
after they open their box, would you want to know, like, if they could then, your next box would be how you die? Oh. No, because what no. if you, like, get murdered? What is that, like, Final Destination? Is that, that would that be that book is? two of this book. Yeah. If they oh. how you die. Like how you're yeah. going to die. If they could write it objectively like they did this one and then do that... I feel like it would get more depraved, more depressing. It would be a sadder book. I don't yes. think it would be as easily you, stomachable. What if you die in just, like, the worst possible way? Final destination. Driving down the road, and then the whole logs come off and chop yeah. your head off. Gets, you know like, I mean? all your limbs cut off by, or like... like you're going to get captured by a serial killer and tortured to death, and you'd be in a ditch and dead. Like, right. Um, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Samantha's killed by a raccoon. <laughs> A savage raccoon. Honestly, in I can see it. We have a lot of raccoons on our porch, and oh, they are geez. not friendly. By the turtle, yeah, the, the snapping that turtle, turtle. Ball face first into a snapping turtle. Jeez. So, moral of the story, guys, go check out The Measure by Nikki yes. Elric. It was my Ehrlich. favorite book last year, hands down. I can see why. Like, I talk to even people that don't read books. Like, I would talk to a stranger about the book. Like, yes. Have you read The Measure? You really, this is so. Amazing, thought-provoking. It, it makes you think about life. It makes you think about the world. Yes. Nice. And it's on Libby, um, which um, May 1st, Libby is switching over to just being Libby. Libby, it was through Overdrive, so um, come in and ask us about that because the app and the website will be Libby. Um, it's on there as an audiobook and ebook. I believe it's on Hoopla? I think so. I'm going to check that real fast. And we also have it in the library um, for you to come in and check out. It's a relatively new book, too, so if you're looking for a newer read, um, pick it up. And then tell us what you would do with your string. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, let us know. You can always email us at offbooks at khcpl.org. And we do have it as an audiobook and ebook for immediate reading um, on Hoopla. So we have it literally everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Because it's that good. It's yes. that good. So you guys have no excuses not to go check this book out right now after you hear this in a few weeks. And tell us it about it. Check it out. Tell us about your thoughts. Tell us what you would do with your life if you had a long string, short string. Yeah. And then next, um, the next few weeks we are going to be um, reading The Luminaries by Susan Denard. Dinner, Denard, not sure how to pronounce that. We will look that up. And then we have our interview with Maureen Johnson, author of Truly Devious, uh, which will be airing on June 1st. So, so make sure, that. yes, make sure you guys tune into that. Um, that will be a video podcast, so you'll be able to see our our nice faces. Ugh, my lovely faces. <laughs> yes, so have a great rest of your week. Thank you, Trisha, for joining us. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. And have a great day. Bye.